across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk. Members of a portfolio committee on sports, arts and culture have raised concerns about the need for the work of the Moral Regeneration Movement, the MRM. Um, the MRM was in Parliament today, the 29th of October 2019, to brief the committee on its annual report. The chairperson of the MRM said the organization wanted to ensure that values were instilled in communities. And so, committee members, uh, or at least a particular member of Ellen Faber, said government departments should be doing this work rather than the MRM. Departments are not doing their jobs, he said. South Africa is multi-religious and cannot have a government entity that seems to promote the values of one religious grouping. This is what was said by Mr. Willem Faber. Perhaps a genuine concern? Committee member Mr. Ringo Matlingos concurred and said the MRM was a duplication of what should have been done by government. What have you done about the more rich situation in our country? What could you point to as achievement? That was Mr. Madlingo's question. You remember Mr. Madlingo is not just a famous musician, but now he's a, a parliamentary member of the EFF. Joining us now on the line is Father Mkachwa, who is the leader and the head of the MRM. Father Mkachwa, good evening to you, and thank you very much for agreeing to talk to us. Good evening, I. Good evening also to our listeners. It's a pleasure to speak to you again yes, on yes. a topic that I think is of very uh, critical importance for South Africa as a nation, especially at this time. Indeed, indeed. Ever since we've heard of the Moral Regeneration Movement, it has always been important, but it's sad. Is there a reason why they seem not to want the Moral Regeneration to be a standalone entity as it is, why would they believe that this is a duplication? Listening to what Mr. Madlungos of the EFF said and what the DEA members said there, why do they seem to feel like it's a duplication? <laughs> That's a good question. Uh, first of all, let me respect uh, people's right to uh, raise concerns, to ask questions, especially as members of the, oh, as public representatives, you know, of the, uh, uh, you know, of, 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 of the nation. Now, first of all, to put the record straight, MRM is the one that requested the opportunity to address the Parliamentary Portfolio Committee. Okay. After, uh, 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 you know, trying for uh, more than three years to request a uh, platform to report to the nation and to parliament, especially via parliament and so on, what it is that moral generation movement is doing. Finally, uh, the new chairperson, newly appointed chairperson of the portfolio committee, uh, very graciously invited us. So what happened today very briefly, is that one, um, members, particularly the mainly members of the, 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 the DA, which of course has its own problems, we won't go into that right now, they were the ones who started almost questioning even the very existence and the legitimacy of the moral generation movement. And our response was very simple, was that in 2002, 
close to 3,000 delegates from all the nine provinces met in Pretoria, and that included representatives from government. Actually, there were quite a good number of uh, government departments that were representative. They resolved, they, not me, they resolved that the MRM1 should be an independent movement, but also supported by government, because government is a sector. Uh, MRM does not uh, work almost in isolation. It deals with the uh, sectors, social sectors, which means government, organized labor, business, uh, uh, civic associations, uh, political organizations, and so on. It works with all these different sectors in order to promote the moral, spiritual health of the country. And that's what that resolution, that's what those people uh, uh, resolve. And that was in 2002. And you don't take the decision of such people, their wisdom, very lightly. And simply just say, ah, well, it was just one of those things. If you look at the uh, agenda, Father, please please forgive me for interjecting. Allow me to just take the news and we'll come back and conclude our conversation after the news. All right. Thank you very much, Father. It's a minute after 11. It's time for us to get the final bulletin for today from Zolega Kodash. Hashtag SAFM Headspace. Welcome back and thank you very much to Zolega Kodash. Drive safely. I hope to see you tomorrow. As a matter of figure of speech, of course. Uh, we continue and conclude our conversation now with uh, Father Smangalisam Kachwa, who is uh, the leader of uh, the Moral Regeneration Movement. Mfonsam Kachwa is not only the chairperson of the MRM, um, uh, he is also a man of the cloth. And one of the things that were criticized against or uh, criticisms against the MRM is why would it be led by a Christian? Why would it be led by a Catholic Christian? Why would it be led by a particular faith? And yet South Africa is not a Christian country. It may have the majority of people who claim and profess to be Christians, but South Africa is not a Christian country. Why would we have our state entity led by a particular faith a, a very interesting question and whose answer i'd like to hear how did you respond to that father very simple in 1996 i had a meeting with mr nelson mandela and Mbeki. i was then deputy minister of education and we addressed the issues that had to do with social pathologies already at that time corruption uh, you know, murders, violence, uh, drug abuse, and what have you, uh, women abuse, and whatever. Already, uh, you know, at that time. And I then, together with the late Cedric Mason, did a research, and we consulted various sectors to find out what were those values, the shared values, not Christian values, not a, a Muslim values, not Jewish values, but shared values that we could identify 
which could actually act as a kind of, a, if you like, spiritual glue that would bring together people of South Africa, regardless of whatever religion, whatever culture, uh, political affiliation they 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 they, they, uh, they belong to. So it had nothing to do with. It just so happened, maybe incidentally, that the people that were in the forefront of that uh, research just happened to be Christian. But in their outreach, in their research, they were very inclusive indeed. So that issue should not, in fact, arise at all. It's a non-issue as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah. But the fact that in 2002, uh, uh, close to 3,000 people from, uh, from all the nine provinces representing all sectors endorsed the moral regeneration movement. That should be a massive statement by itself. Ms. Veronica van Dijk um, wanted to know why the MRM was not operating in the Western Cape and how, in the context of charter being signed by political parties, corruption still flourished. Another interesting <laughs> question. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you know why I'm laughing? Yes. Please. I'm laughing because... One, when Rasul was premier of the Western Cape, he actually provided a, a, an office for MRM to operate independently within the Western Cape as a province. Not because they were Christians or Muslims. He, in fact, he just was Muslim and so on and so on. But he provided the facilities for MRM to work because he believed that MRM was above sectors of political affiliations, culture, language, uh, you know, and so on. Fast forward. Now, I'll say this categorically because I know for a fact that we sent the then... CEO of MRM, Mr. Mjadland, to go and speak to the then uh, uh, premier of the Western Cape, Helen Zile, to say, we are non-racial, we are politically, uh, uh, in fact, open to working with all sectors of society and political parties and so We want MRM to be active in the in this province, the Western Cape. She listened very carefully, and of course she was very polite, but it became very clear that she thought MRM was nothing else but an ANC uh, underground operation. And she never cooperated with the MRM in the establishment of the MRM in the Western Cape. So okay. that's a very simple, straightforward explanation. Okay. But we never gave up. We continued interacting with other sectors All right. over and above the, 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 the DA-led uh, uh, right. Across South Africa, online and on radio. SAFM, let's talk.
Alright, final question. We'll let you go, Father Mkachwa. Now, after all is said and done, we understand that you'll be going back again to Parliament to answer some outstanding questions. Should we be worried? Will the MRM be reduced to nothing? Will it be stopped, closed down, shut down? Categorically, no. It will never happen because MRM does not belong to the Portfolio Committee of Parliament. It belongs to the people of South Africa. That's one. Number two, MRM will continue to operate as an independent uh, uh, movement, obviously supported by government, because government is a very is a very real and important uh, sector in society, because it permeates through all areas of society and okay. so on. But it also works with religious organizations, with with the, uh, uh, the business sector, with organized labor, with everybody else. So there's no danger of MRM uh, coming to a standstill, even if. For instance, the portfolio of, uh, committee or government were to say, we no longer support you, MRM would continue to, to carry function. out its mandate. Father Smiles Mkajwa, thank you very much for coming through and talking to us. We appreciate your time. Thank you for the opportunity. All right. Now let's find out what's happening with the unions that are intending to boycott this curriculum that's all about sexual education after this.